Hello, and welcome to Songwriter Spotlight, the Western Mass Songwriters Collaborative Series. I'm Dr. Dan, your host of the show, where we feature Western Mass songwriters who perform their original songs and talk about the art of songwriting. Stay tuned to explore more about music and the tunesmithing that creates it. Our songwriter on this episode is Betsy Dawn Williams, whose dynamic singing, playing, and songwriting have been a force on stages and in jam sessions for years. Betsy Dawn delivers a strong blend of rockabilly, western swing, and country in her performance and songwriting to the delight of all her fans. Stay tuned for earthy, rocking music from Betsy Dawn Williams. Betsy Dawn Williams here, and thank you, Dr. Dan, for having me on your songwriter TV show. Here's a song I wrote in the year 2000. Man, it's been 20 years, I can't believe it. It's called So Say. through a divorce at the time and uh, which I didn't actually know <laughs> four years later I found out that's what was actually happening <laughs> anyway I know that um, that inspired this song walking and talking <laughs> 
walking and a talking about it all over town. Walking and a talking and I'm feeling kind of down. Found out from a neighbor that you really put me down. Walking and a talking and I'm learning how to frown. Walking and a talking, crying and I'm walking over you. You cheat me and you treat me like I haven't got a clue. You cheat me and you treat me like I'm a crazy fool. But I know what you're doing and you really made me blue. You cheat me and you treat me like I don't know what to do. and it was um, about a, a segue time for me going from one chapter in life to another chapter and um, it's in three-quarter time waltz time it's called tell me
The song is called 26 Love Letters, and uh, it's kind of a playful thing. Um, I wanted to do something um, kind of with this groove that I was working on. As a matter of fact, that's how all my songs come, come about. I first am working with the music, not the words. I never have this uh, intellectual idea about what it's going to be about, um, but that, that blossoms as I'm playing playing with chords and, and, and humming sort of melodies that kind of go along with the chords and, and kind of getting this groove going or some kind of a feel, some kind of a time signature, you know. And all that, to me, uh, implies a tone, a mood, and words come out of that, and it, it ends up being about something. I never know what that's going to be until I get there. Anyway, 26 love letters. Hey, babe. Let me spell it out for you. I got love letters all over the place. Love letters all over the place. Twenty-six love letters. Let me spell them out for you. A is for the apple, the apple of my eye. B is for the best times, the ones you can't find. C is for the certain. Of course, they fill my heart with glee. This hour of 
up to 26 letters you see And X makes my heart go This song is called, I Just Want to Be Your Friend. Um, I don't always write about real people or real situations. Sometimes it's just uh, the sound, like I said, the sound of the, of the melody and the chords just kind of present an idea to me and I just run with it. I just want to be your friend.
the song uh, called Cafe of Tears um, back when I was in this band that um, I had for exactly 12 years. Um, the sun's getting low, coming in. Uh, a band called Girl Howdy, and I just wanted to uh, write something that was sounded kind of like a classical country song. And uh, this is what I came up with, Cafe of Tears. song is uh it's called that's when and uh it's a song about myself 
and uh, what more to say? Maybe nothing. <laughs> All right. Dawn, thanks so much for that great music you recorded for us. Uh, it was dynamic, exciting. And, thanks for uh, having me. And fun. It was really, we really enjoyed that. So thank you. All right. And uh, so we want to talk about some, your songwriting and okay. some insights and some of your introductions to your songs. You did give us some good uh, insights and appreciate that. Oh yeah. When you did love letters, you talked about how you, you, start with the, the rhythms and and then go mm -hmm. into the, the lyrics and the lyrics kind of come to you. So that was, that was helpful. So how long have you been writing songs? <clears throat> well, I think uh, right around in the mid nineties was when I started writing mm -hmm. songs. So what got yeah. into you? Why'd you do that? I don't know. I guess I had just been playing music. Um, mm -hmm for a while and uh all of a sudden some some ideas came to me some musical ideas mm. and just you know that's what launched it i think uh maybe i had stockpiled enough music inside me that it started to ooze out <laughs> <laughs> something like that yeah yeah that, that makes perfect sense so uh yeah thanks so um and so writing music, uh, why do you dedicate your time and energy to write music? Well, you know, it's, it's uh, very rewarding to create a song 
from start to finish is anybody who's ever done it like you um knows it's just like you have this uh it's like a brand new toy and that's what it feels like you've got this brand new toy and you just want to play the heck out of it when you first get it finished you can't believe that it really is you know it's got its own legs now and um so it, you know it's kind of uh uh i guess a, an a process that that feeds and nourishes my soul. Mm. Okay. Which, so, um, yeah. So tell us about your process. Tell us some more about that. How you, how you begin and how you went, wind up with a whole song. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, generally it's never, uh, deliberate in that I don't sit down and think I'm going to write a song right now. Mm. Uh, Generally, what happens is um, I'll be inspired by something that I hear. So it starts sonically for me. Mm. Um, it starts with um, generally some kind of a rhythm, some kind of a groove. When I say rhythm, I don't mean tempo, fast or slow. I mean some kind of a feel, whether it's a shuffle, a swing, or a flat tire blues, or a waltz, or some kind of just straight straight ahead you know four four kind of you know roots rock and roll thing or something i will have heard something that that um, sparks my imagination and i'll start with that and um and then the chords and and melody will come quickly pretty soon after that and the words for me are the last thing to to go on and uh they come to me out of they're born out of the melody and the chords because to me the the chords and the melody convey some kind of a feel some kind of a of a mood and um right down to the the vowel sounds i want them they're like trumpets they're like trumpet notes where i want them to mm. to um be a word that is going to sound like the music that it's sitting on top of. Mm -hmm. So I really don't know what a song's going to be about when I, when I start um, and I find out as I go. But you pack a lot of content into your songs. Um, you know, the uh, 26 love letters. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot <laughs> of, a lot of fun, a lot of playing around with words and so on. Yeah. 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 That one was definitely a playful one. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't so, have to do with anything in reality necessarily. It was just uh, a bunch of fun words mm -hmm. and building on uh, the alphabet because there's 26 letters in the alphabet, <laughs> but then implying that they were love letters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a very clever turn of ideas. Uh, it works for me, for sure. All right. So, so what kinds of styles of music do you like to write? Well, historically, I've, I've written things that are kind of in the roots rock vein, mm -hmm. uh, rockabilly uh, sort of thing. But I've also begun um, exploring more kind of jazz pop sort of um feels and um i guess that's because i've been learning more about how to play uh jazz guitar uh rhythm guitar 
And uh, so that's my songwriting has followed suit with that. Mm -hmm. So uh, you had a sort of a classic country song in there, the Cafe of Tears. Right. I wrote that when um, I had this band for um, 12 years called Girl Howdy. We were a, um, well, we started out as an all women honky tonk band and later um, some guys joined us. But um, I wrote that while I was in that band for that band um, to fit in with uh, the kind of music that we played. Well, I, I, all of your songs seem to be like classics that you've never heard before. You know, like so Cafe of Tears, it could have been written in 1955. And you go, oh, yeah, that's back from the 50s. Wow. Thank you very not. much. Oh, that's a high compliment. <laughs> well, it was intended that way, to be sure. Um, <laughs> but you do, you do a tremendous amount of listening uh, to, to know all those you know, styles and feelings that come out of music and to, to pick up the rhythms. Uh, what kinds of things do you listen to? Well, um, I guess what most of it has in common, even though there's a lot of different genres that I love, um, most of it is all under the, the big umbrella of roots music, including mm -hmm. the types of jazz that I like. The kind of jazz I like is uh, kind of swing melodies, things that really have melodies that you can hum. So I'm not not such mm -hmm. a big fan of uh, bebop. <laughs> okay. Uh, and some of it's fine, um, but what I really can can um, sink my teeth into, get some traction on, is are um, the more um, I don't know if you call it melodic jazz. Does that mean that it has a melody you can hum? But <laughs> um, <laughs> so jazz standards, I love to mm -hmm. listen to. Um, I love to listen to. Um, authentic rockabilly meaning the older stuff not so much as much the newer stuff but um and i love old style country music um and so you know jazz country and rock and roll primarily mm -hmm. you know some blues stuff too depending on what kind is that's a big a big arena also well yeah. You can't listen to your music and hear you the way you uh, belt out a song, the enthusiasm and so on, without thinking about some of the early women in, in rockabilly. Um, that's mm -hmm. what I hear a lot of, not exclusively. But ah. Who were some of the, the women that uh, got you to thinking that way? Or no, well, I you know, loved um, Janice Martin, Charlene Arthur, Arthur um, Brenda Lee, and... Um, Wanda Jackson. I got to meet her. Um, really? My partner played piano in a, a band that was her East Coast and, and Midwest uh, touring band for a number of years and got to play, you know, f as part of the band that backed her up on her concerts. So because of that, I, I got to meet her and um, that was just amazing to me. Um, mm -hmm. Back when I was listening to her records years ago, I never thought someday I was going to meet this, this, um, great woman rockabilly singer um, but I did get to and that was a real highlight and uh, even got to um, be uh, on a couple of festivals um, with her one um, out in um, Green Bay Wisconsin 
there was for three or four years in a row, they had something called Screamin' Rockin' 50s Fest, where they had a lot of headliners uh, that were rock and roll greats um, mm -hmm. recording in the 50s, had hits then. She was one of them. And uh, then there was some more nouveau uh, rockabilly and, and roots rock and roll bands that came from all over the world. And at the time, I had a CD release uh, on the El Toro Records label, which is based in Spain. And um, they're an indie uh, Euro uh, roots music record label. And I did a couple of releases with them. And they were there at that festival doing a showcase stage. And so I got to play on that showcase stage representing them. And then Wanda was there on the main stage. <laughs> and right. then another festival I did was over there in Spain, yeah. um, where Wanda was one of the headliners, Wanda Jackson. And uh, I went over and played that too, because it was the record label I was on. And my band was the same band as her backing band. <laughs> ah. So they got a kind of a two for one price there. Yeah. 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 Wow. That was a lot of fun. I bet it was exciting too. Yeah. So, um, so the songs that you write, um, they, they tend to be uh, dancing songs. Is that correct? Well, I think everything that I write, you can dance to. You don't have to you can sit there and listen, but um, every song when I'm writing, like I said, for me, it's it, the music comes first. I'm always uh, hearing um, the musical interludes, like in between the verse, the verse chorus, you know, break, you know, I've got a, a musical, uh, a break, you know, where somebody's going to take a solo. I mean, I just, don't hear songs that don't have that in it. I always um, imagine them fully in, in bloom with tons of instruments and mm. taking solos. So, you know, dance music is uh, often that way too. Not all of it, I guess there's, you know, old folk tunes that, that uh, are like that and have solos and things, but that may not be really dance tunes, but Am I getting off track here? <laughs> um, no, no, I'm just remembering my, my foot going up and down while I'm listening to your music. Uh, oh, good. That's that's um, yeah. that's the sign of a of a good song, I think. If I can tap my foot to it. Yeah, yeah, and that's always been the case. I mean, not just this set of songs. Every song I've ever heard you play has has had that effect. Not All not right. just on me. I, <laughs> the things you like to write about are. Well, you don't set out to write anything, so um, yeah, you can't really. I find rhymes. I find yeah. rhymes that I like. Um, I'll find I might find just like one word or one phrase after I've got this music in place, mm -hmm. and I just feel like that word or that that whole sentence just fits what the musical story is, and so then I'll just go about trying to find other things to drape around that and make it all make sense. So it does sound like it is about something. Um, yeah. And all in pursuit of writing a good song. Yeah. I don't understand how the process of people who write words first. 
Like, how do you make the music fit? Because you got these measures and you got to fit things in and, and the mm-hmm. phrasing has to fit rhythmically. So how, I don't know how people do it. Of course they do it, but I have no idea how that's done. Well, we should ask Bob <laughs> Dylan. I'm sure he could explain it. Yeah, <laughs> I should. I should ask, I should ask a lot of questions. <laughs> so um, the, uh, what do you say to other songwriters when they're thinking about how they can either learn or aspiring songwriters or, you know, people who are already songwriting and who want to improve their, their songwriting skills? What, what suggestions do you have for them? I don't know. I might have questions for them. Yeah. Um, but I guess the only thing that I could say was, would be please um, make the music be good. You know, please pay attention to the music of the song and mm. don't have it just be words that the music is sort of, you know, takes us um, a backseat to. Because if the music isn't there, I'm going to change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I know sometimes I've been listening, you know, particularly outdoors, and then suddenly get fascinated by the insects in the grass, that kind of thing. Um, if if they don't follow your uh, your advice on how to write a song, so, um, so Betsy Dawn, where can one uh, one of our listeners or viewers find your music? Well, um, of course, with COVID right now, not not so much live, but uh, online if. Um, if you were to go to um, Spotify or to uh, YouTube, you could find both of the, the CDs that I recorded on the El Toro Records label. They're both there. Um, in addition, on YouTube, in addition to the, the full albums, um, there's also um, performances, all, all sorts of video performances of almost every band I've been in from uh, the Western Airs was an old, a band that I was in a long time ago. I used to play upright string bass. We played classic country music and Western swing. And um, my band, Girl Howdy, that I mentioned, I wrote a song for one of the songs that uh, I performed and and recorded for you, Uh, that band. And um, Little BD and the Do-Rights, which is uh, features a a lot of the songs that uh, I recorded for El Toro Records. Can actually see that band. Uh, there's some performances online, um, uh, and I also played, um, still play, and have played uh, percussion uh, washboard with uh, a number of uh, Cajun and Zydeco bands over mm-hmm. the years. Um, notably, I was in a band for 17 years called Slippery Sneakers, and there's a lot of video content uh, on there. Um, but currently I have full-time membership with a band called the Nightcaps, which is plays, um, all covers, classic country and Western swing music. Uh, but the band that I get to, um, tromp out my own songwriting these days is one called Snack Pack. And, uh, there's, uh, performances on, on YouTube there. And hopefully when, uh, all the the bugs and germs pass by and we defeat this thing. We'll be out there recording and, and playing live again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so the, 
the way you imagined the song when you wrote it with a band and with uh, instrumental breaks and everything else like that. That's available online. Parts, yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, that is with my two, uh, the CDs, the two CDs that I recorded. And El Toro Records. So, okay. Mm -hmm. Betsy Dawn, thanks so much for sharing your, your thoughts and feelings with us and, and your music. Uh, it would be an excellent experience for all of us. Well, thank you, Dan, for having yeah. me. Um, I'm honored to be a part of uh, your songwriter showcase. And thank you. Thanks for watching our show. I'd like to acknowledge the support of the Western Mass Songwriters Collaborative promoting the original music scene in Western Massachusetts. If you want to learn more about the collaborative, go to their Facebook page. Thanks for watching. I'm Dr. Dan. I hope you'll tune in again for the show that puts a spotlight on songwriters.